car order, it's always been car order. I strongly disagree. That's the way it is. Him out through the window in a nice one. Just so I could go down and drink a carton while everyone punches on. Just pisses me to tears. That's the worst thing you can do. You shut up, you hack. Talking about boat ramps, this is what I wanted to get through from the start. You just made an idiot. And welcome to the Chumming Up Podcast, the fishing, spear fishing, and ocean adventure podcast that's like Russell Brand, because uh, the only bad things you hear about us are made by the deep state to fucking bring us down. I am Squirrely, and with me, as always, is Lee Leewald. Mitchell, how you going, big horse? Yeah, good, mate. Yeah, good. We're, I have heard that. It's the um, it's the boat order guys trying to bring our whole podcast down. Yeah, Same yeah. Same as Russell Brand, didn't it? Yeah, I, I heard he was fucking car order. He was like, car yeah. order, car order. They were like, don't touch me there. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly what's in, happening. The Illuminati's all over him because he's trying to sort boat, make boat ramps great again. Yeah, fucking bastards. I'll tell you what, one person <laughs> in Hollywood sees the light and they fucking shut up shop. <laughs> Get him out of there. They'll say anything. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, where, where are you at the moment? Uh, so I'm in Air Peninsula. I'm actually at a place called Venus Bay. Venus uh, Bay. Venus, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so right. It's pretty good. Yeah, one thing that's blown me away since being here is I checked all the weather reports and I've played with Southern Oceans before, so I don't like to fuck around with them, especially with the kids and that. Yeah. And oh, no, she's, we went out the other day, but I'm like, oh, it's 12 knots today, I won't. But every bay you go to is the most bloody protected one you've ever seen. So you I should have just been preparing to go out, but we're going out tomorrow for sure. Yeah, right. Is that that just the massive cliffs or sort of give yeah, it that protection? It is, but the bays are also good. So if you like um, from the Perth area, and that you think about like Mandra, but smaller areas and stuff, there's a lot of that going on. So you know they're but they're they're good, good. You know, like the Bay Arrest or whatever. So yeah, you can get in them, and and they're actually like pretty fruitful there's a lot of fish and, and crabs and whatnot in them so it's like oh wow even when the wind comes up you're not in trouble you know yeah cool fuck yeah that's yeah. good yeah you got out yeah. uh yesterday i was saying a few pics and shit yeah yeah that was really cool so we're at um smoky bay then and we just uh plonked the boat in with no plan no idea not knowing anything there's only like one or two two trailers at the ramp and it was glass off on a Saturday. You think, oh, what's going on here? Yeah. And then we went out. It's just crystal clear waters. And there's dolphins playing in the bow. The kids are loving that. Thought, oh, we'll just do some crabbing. But couldn't buy any bait. There's no shops there. Like, there's a shop there that didn't have any bait. So we got one, um, like, salmon, you know, off out of the fish bins. We only had four crab pots. Chucked them out and got some blue manners and scooped some sand crabs. And, and then um, when we're in the shallows, just driving around, the old, mud crab technique of uh, your old skipper demo where you just put around in like you know, knee deep water with the boat and scoop them yep. um, got a, we've found a big uh, patch of razor clams and got into them razor fish as well so it's bloody unreal and we we wouldn't have been at Smoky Bay there we wouldn't have been 100 metres from the ramp yeah right that's fucking mm. cool those um mm. those sand crabs are fucking big too compared to you know like the WA sand crabs you see yeah, well, that's the thing. All the WA guys turn their nose up at them. Yep. But over here, they when you buy a crab gauge, they've got the blue manor crab size and the sand crab 
uh, crab fries. They don't measure the blue manners by the tips of the spikes like I'm used to in WA. They measure them above that by like the carapace. Yeah, right. Uh, the gap between. Yeah, but it's 11 centimetres and then the sand crab's 10 centimetres. And I thought, nah, what the hell? What's going on here? Yeah. And then um, we went out there and yeah, the, the sand crabs are way bigger than the ones I've experienced in WA. They were crackers. Yeah, right. Because um, yeah. all, all the ones I've seen, you know, like north are fucking tiny, you know, like around Exmouth. I think they're a different, different type completely. But um, e- even compared to the, the ones you see put up here, like the ones you got look fucking massive. Yeah, they are. They're as, they're as big as a big blue swimmer. They're like a little mini stocky mud crab type thing. I was like, wow. Yep. Yeah, we drifted in the shallows first from my young bloke Harvey goes, oh, there's one, there's a crab. Oh, I'm like, oh, because it's so clear. Oh, there's a, there's a sand crab. And he scooped her up and then we got another one and then got one in the pot. And I was like, these things are unreal. And and as most things that we, that I've experienced and even with you, cooked them together and pretty much couldn't tell the difference. They were bloody beautiful. It tastes just like a blue swimmer. Yeah, right. Okay, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of times I've experienced a lot of the time it's the water they come out of. I remember me and you camping over on Dirk Hartog years ago and we cooked black spot tusk fish against Fulching Groper and yep. splitting hairs, wasn't it? You know, where you know, a lot of people will say one or the other, but I'm sure if you've got a black spot from Broome and a, and a Fulching from you know, Bustleton or something, well, they probably would taste different. But once they're in that same environment, they're sort of a like-minded animal. The environment has lots to do with it. That's what I believe. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, a big one for that's probably your pink snapper. You know, like mm. eating eating a pink snapper from fucking Exmouth is a lot different to eating a pink snapper from down this way, even Shark Bay sort of area, you know? Like, yeah, that's right. They can get a reputation for being mushy and stuff like that, can yeah. Yeah, where I imagine down here wouldn't be the case. We had them in New Zealand and they're as good a fish as you'd ever have, you know, and firm and fat, like covered in fat. They're not mushy, they're the opposite. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, I mean, fucking the obvious one for that's like your uh, yellowfin tuna when you're looking at the prices to go overseas and shit, Um, the fat content and stuff like uh, how big a difference the water temperature and where, where they're caught makes. Yeah, well, that's right, isn't it? With all tuna, you know, like you can have a $100,000 animal or you can have a $100 animal and to the naked eye, they're the same size fish and no different, you know. The other thing here in South Oz, they're um, just re-cancelled their um, pink snapper. They're back on the closure of that, so there's no snapper fishing, I think, for three years or something, so you can't take any of them. Yeah, shit. Yeah, which is... Well, I've been going through these places like Shrieky Bay is just incredible and that. And I, I can't believe how quiet the boat ramps are. Like the places have got a lot of grey nomads and there's a lot of tourists. They're unreal, but there's just bugger all boats at the boat ramps. And um, maybe it's because of that pink snapper closure. Yeah. Well, fucking that would explain it for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. What, what else do you think of, um, did you do any uh, line fishing or you've just done that so nah. far? Just on that, so we were going to do some squidding, but when we got into that crabbing and the and the razor clams, like it was just too much fun. Like it's so funny where the razor fish were. You know, I could just get pull some out without my head going under, but the kids had to put their head under to pull on them, and they, you know they half drowned them for half an hour to get one. So we we burned a bit of time doing that. Yeah, it was good fun. 
going to try and get into some King George Whiting tomorrow. I'm really looking forward to that. Oh, fuck. I've, that, that'd be where you'd get uh, some of the bigger ones as well, eh? Well, apparently, yeah, yeah. They get the big suckers here, you know, where you, you're holding them like the, the top end of a baseball bat, you know. You can't get your hands all around them. And they call them kidney slappers or whatever. You're holding them and they're beating the piss out of you. So. Yep. Fuck I. Yeah. Hopefully get onto that. I don't. I don't have any bloody spots or idea what I'm doing, but the few, like this Venus Bay particularly, but a, a few of the ramps, there's the only boats I really see is just um, like little rooftopish, you know, with two guys, and they got like a 9.9 horsepower or whatever, you know, they're tiny, no sounder. And then I see them at the ramp in the Arvo, the Philippine station, and they've got half a dozen whiting. So, you know, I'll, I'll probably eat my words tomorrow, but surely, you know, if, if we put in a bit of work, we might be able to get a couple, you know, and they're not like the whiting men. You used to squirrels where you catch 40 of them and spend four hours having a feed. You know, if we get four or five, that'll feed my whole family. These things are bloody way bigger than them sand whiting. Yeah, fuck off. Yeah, that'd be wicked. Um, I'm sure you'll fucking figure it out. Those um, razor fish, how'd they go on the chew? Is that the first time you've oh, cooked them up or? No, nah, I've cooked them in the past. Yep. So, the closest thing I can compare them to is uh, prawn meat, but yeah, they're right. a little firmer firmer than that. But to, to a lot of people that haven't had prawn meat, they're like a scallop, but firm. But they're, they're proper unbelievable. Like, you know, we only got a few just for a taster. And while we were boiling the crab, we bloody, um, Nikki cooked them up in garlic butter. Yeah, but, right. You know, yeah, the, li- like, the limit on them is 25 per person and 75 per boat. I think you'd do that pretty easy if you set your mind to it. Yep. And then, you know, if you had like a creamy garlic pasta or something like that, oh, mate, with a bit of parmesan, that'd be the best meal you've ever had. Yeah, right. Fuck. Mm. Sounds pretty good down there then. Mate, I honestly can't believe it. I can't believe how good it is. Like, I don't know if it's just me or the rest of Australia just sort of thought of South Australia as a boring bloody drive between WA and East. But um, I can see why there's a lot of proud South Australians, and it's old school, you know. Like just everything just seems old school and normal, you know. There's guys just bloody fish. There's guys fishing off every jetty you go to. The one at Smoky Bay's got a jetty goes out, and there's like shade under it with chairs facing separate ways with backs to them if the wind's blowing, so you're out of the wind. Yep. And a guy caught two big like good king george off the jetty there and was walking back but yeah right like it was nothing you know like yeah just it's just untouched for what i'm used to then yeah mint fuck i yeah um yeah. no no fucking ideas of getting in the water after any craze or doing any diving no nah, well i dropped me um dive gear off the other month at home with my old oh, man yeah. so i don't have it with me but that's also a good way of not having to, like, piss me pants because it'd be great ones down here either. <laughs> yeah. so, also a good, like, scapegoat. But I'll tell you what, we've, we've been to a couple of beaches and stuff, and every beach has big abalone shells washed up. Yep. Even, like, half the bloody razorfish we got have got baby abalone growing on the outside of the razorfish. Like, yeah, fuck. I don't think... Yeah, I don't think it'd be hard to get a couple of big green lips in that while while you're here either. And everything's crystal clear. It's just you'd be shooting yourself the whole time. That's the only thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll have to fucking get up the guts to get down there and do it. Ah, uh, mate, you've 
for you, you'd love it here. Like it, it's that proper tinkering, you know. And we we only did that one buddy couple of hours with the razor fish, two different types of crab, and we caught another two or three different types of crab. We let go like the big spider crab and some other ones and that. And then um, yeah, that's just a tinker. And I know you love that sort of stuff, you know. Like they got all sorts of stuff here. I think the cockles and that are out of season, but like you said, if you had, I don't think you'd have to dive that deep. Yeah, I've been to a few places where there's um, razor fish shells. People have like sharked, and then there's all scallops there too. So you know you could go diving for scallops, craze, abs, razor yep. fish. Then you've got you know all your whiting and and all. There's heaps of cool stuff. But I, the the snapper thing's not even a big deal to me. I'm used to fishing for fish like that back home. You know, so yeah, the rest yeah, of that's cool. it. Yeah, fuck off. Well, that that's um. I don't know if you you're on many of the like WA crabbing pages and shit like that. The one thing um well, I've fucking noticed the last couple of years. I don't know if it's been a thing for a while. Maybe someone who knows more can say. But have you seen all the coral crabs that have been getting caught like in the Swan River and shit? No, I haven't. Like the same ones we got up north. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, okay. you you can pretty much I can tell you what the message will be underneath. It'll be someone asking if they're those introduced fucking paddle yep. crabs. And, yeah, yep. And yep. there'll be one dickhead who thinks it is, and then the yep. rest will be like, no, 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 that's a coral crab fucking awesome yep. eating and shit. And, yeah, yep. si- similar thing, big ones too. Yeah, wow. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, I'd, I honestly thought, like, Exmouth was as south as they went. I didn't even know you got them south of there. Um, yeah, well, the... You know, even like I'm not a bloody um, global warming person, but you know the the there's a lot of data suggests that over time the the sea temperatures have definitely risen. Yep. And um, you know, there's heaps of that data with king prawns is definitely one of them where they're not as high as they used to be, and all sorts of things. So it wouldn't surprise me if they've moved down a little. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's so, um a fucking pretty. Interesting thing with like you, you look at the Swan River and you you think about it, if uh, the the animals like uh, fish, crabs, all that from north were in this area, that fucking be all up that you can imagine mud crabs yeah. and fucking shit like that. But pretty pretty good if yeah. you can get a coral crab a, a, along the way. Yeah, well, they're bloody rippers. Those things. Well, I suppose the other thing is. I- I don't know this either, so I could be talking out my ass, but that's pretty much all I got going for me. <laughs> yeah. Is that I remember I know that CY O'Connor obviously dynamited the front of the Swan River there, Fremantle, so ships could come in. But I was under the impression that before he did that, salt water didn't travel up the Swan very far. So I don't know, you know, how far it did or or how it's changed from just that implication, you know. So the, the river itself could be evolving as time goes on too, you know. Like, it, they might not have even been crabbed up up most of it, you know. Yeah, okay. See, I, I didn't know any of that. So, fucking, yeah. Now, that's, that's real interesting. Cause, um, yeah, so, yeah, I don't know if it did change it or not. Like, it might have already been brackish enough that it hasn't changed anything, but I know that that is the case. So. Yeah, right. Fuck. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That that kind of explains a, a little bit on why it's it's not better than than what it is. In, in yeah, a way. And, 
and to me, that like like I said, I don't know if it has the salinity side, but that's why it explains to me a bit why it looks the way it is. Where you look at Mandra and that that's open salt tidally all the time, yada yada yada. You've got more of that salt bush type stuff around the edges where some of you know the Swan River is just gum straight up to it, and you're like, they should be right there, you know? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, it could be just. I could be totally wrong, which makes more sense than probably not. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> yeah. Fucking. If we're wrong, we'll just uh, blame the date state giving us misinformation. That's right. COVID. Is that still? A, can we still say that COVID's done something? Yeah, I, I think we're allowed to say it now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think iTunes would have taken us down six months ago, but we're good now. So we can, yeah, we can yep. say what we want. Yeah, us and Joe Rogan, that buddy, on the warpath. I did hear that. Yeah. Now, I've I, I seen a um, fucking article this week saying that I think it's like 50% of women find people listening to Joe Rogan podcasts a turn-off. I'm like, yeah, okay. fuck, surely 100% of women find listening to the chumming up a fucking turn-off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't, well, I, I don't think anyone's playing our voices, you know, instead of Barry White to get fucking hot and heavy. No, nah, that's right. And, you know, I have seen you at the pub and the 100% women think I've sort of fucking up a <laughs> <laughs> I can't even fucking argue. <laughs> uh, but what about you? You been doing any fishing or what? No, nah, I was uh, heading out today just up north. Checked out a few beaches, but there were fucking uh, seaweed everywhere. So maybe tomorrow I'll fucking say. I was, I was supposed to go to uh, Geraldton for a work trip and was kind of planning yep. on doing some uh, hunting and uh, possibly getting in for a dive or a fish, but that got cancelled last minute. So I uh, got a few yeah. days off in Perth, uh, no gigs. Oh. So. Perfect. I'd be if I was you. I'd be hitting up Dan Chapman, who was on our last or one before podcast, because he's been sending me some photos at Ledge Point, and he's um been smacking some big Taylor and stuff, eh? Yeah, right. Yeah, actually, yeah, he's that's there a at the moment. Yeah, okay. Well, I might uh, get hold of him straight after this pod and fucking tee something up, because no, yeah. normally uh, I've got gigs or fucking work on, so this kind of frees me up for that at least. Yeah. That'll be good, yeah. Yeah. And it's a good spot. It's not far for you either. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. Anything out of the city's good, so <laughs> we'll get up there. Talking about fucking famous people, you you got released as part of a um, video on YouTube with Tim McDonald from you guys spearing, what, how many years ago now? Or oh, I don't know. I can't even remember. I've got, you know what I'm like, look at my worst memory. Maybe yep. five years ago? I don't know. I actually don't even know. Maybe ten years? I don't know. Yeah, right. Um, that that was your your trip fucking over east uh, with him. I, I had questions from the video. A- anyone that is into spearfishing, make sure you go to Tim McDonald's page. Fucking check it out because it's, it's wicked cool. And he he talks you through everything. That was that was one yeah. question. He he talks through the whole lot as though it was yesterday. Does he take? Notes, or is his nah. memory that fucking good? Well, he doesn't drink, and he's never drank, so that might could be part of it. Yeah, compared to me, anyway. But nah, that's a conspiracy. No, nah, nah, he's just. I think um, 
I think anyone that, you know, most people that what they're really interested in, they remember, you know, like, so it's the old, can't tell you where you parked your car, but I can tell you where I caught a fish right to the centimetre next to a rock bloody 15 years ago or whatever, you know. So I think that's what he's, what he's got going on, but he's just really good like that. Yeah, and right. He's, he's the best at explaining stuff. Like, when I first started diving with him, he, he changed my game on diving. I think he's changed the whole scene of diving in Australia, at least, if not impacted a bit further than that, you know. So yep. when you when you see him talk through stuff and that, for me, it's not, I'm like, you know, I'm like, oh, he's holding back stuff because he knows everything. You know, he can just go, he can just tell you every, like nothing's by accident with him. Yep. Okay. So, but yeah, that was a cool trip. We shot some nice fish. I think he's going to do a part two on it. And then he's going to do, um, he's rang me because we've done a few, fair few trips in the past, obviously. Yeah. He's rang me and asked if he can um, post some footage from WA when he's come out from us before where I told him don't post it because we didn't want people seeing what we're getting or whatever, you know, trying to keep it down low. But just, oh, well, whatever, he can use it. Now he's got all that footage, so. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. It would be yeah. cool to watch yeah. anyway. Oh. Yeah. I, I think on, on that video, um, that was back when we were – we're diving like forty meters, sort of thing. On um, we, yeah, we, as a, oh, yeah, okay. as a team, you know, <laughs> as a team, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you'd go down. I'd be like, go get him, Leywald, and I'd I'd have a beer on the boat. <laughs> no, I don't know. Yeah, but anyway, like that guy on the fucking rowing team that tells him to row. That's oh, me. The front there, yeah, yeah, he gets a yeah. gold medal. Row. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Swim, Leewald. Yeah, well, the coach gets the Super Bowl ring, I suppose. Yeah, that's it. You you got a few of those uh, purple cod. I've I've never, uh, obviously, never seen one. Yep. What well, what's the intel on them? Like, is that just because I think they were some of the deeper dives? At least uh, I think that's what Tim was saying on the video. Like, what depth do, do they hang in? Because they kind of look rankinish with a uh, fucking way cooler colour. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not the full book on them either. Yeah. But um I'm a little bit, but not the full book. But he um so Tim early days meeting Tim, one of his big things was sort of, you know, like anything, you sort of set goals on different spear fishing trips you do. Otherwise, like any trip you do or anything you do, you just end up faffing about and going, Oh, how come I never become a millionaire? millionaire if you never plan to become a millionaire you know you gotta gotta be working towards it so this one trip i'd already done a few with him and i'd been googling him looking at him i'd seen one photos of his ones said i really want to shoot with him purple cod just something just ticked in me like graph a year before yeah and um he goes oh mate they're pretty i want one over 10 kilos you know it's like they're like a red emperor 10 kilos is their mark you know I think the um, Aussie record's 15 kilos or something, but, you know, there's probably a handful of guys that have ever shot them over 12 kilos, and then there's probably, you know, 100 guys that have shot them over 10 kilos or something, you know? Yep. So um, I want one of them over 10. He's like, oh, mate, they're bloody not that simple, you know? He's like, I dive with guys all the time. Olivia's never got that. Yep. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, okay, you know, I just thought... I am big and um, <laughs> yeah, he shot and, your uh, dreams I think, down. Um, I think in some places they can be quite common, not quite, com- but more common. Yeah. But 
they're really hard to get even over like five kilos. So you can get them over at like um, uh, New Caledonia and stuff, but I don't think they get 10 kilo ones. Yeah, okay. So yeah, I've seen a lot of like photos and I think like even some guys off cans and that, they shoot a fair few, but um, getting a getting a 10 kilo one, like getting a 10 kilo mangrove jack, you know, it's not, not easily done. Yeah, right. So, but um, yeah, sort, so, sort of a bit like the blue bone up north, where there tends to be almost more north, just not at the same sort of size. Like you don't get the big ten kilo ones past. Like uh, yeah, well that's right. Like like anything anywhere, I suppose you know. Like um, yeah, you only got to look at the Fitzroy River over at um Rockhampton now, and they're catching like meter thirty plus saltwater barra. And there's some places where you'd be you want you you wouldn't catch a metery, you know, it just happens to be the way it is. Like Yep. Yeah, just and um you know, and that's why, you know, when you go with Tim when I go with Tim and we get spoon fed as well as I have been in the past. Yep. You know, you guess, Oh, I know I got a I got some places, I got a place where, you know, we might shoot nothing. Like there's not much there, but he goes but all, the only thing that has been there is the very odd, massive purple cod. Yep. And the other, the funny thing is, the other buddy um, hit list fish I said I wanted to get before I even went there was I wanted to get a 10 kilo tusky, a, a blue bone, like you said, of the blue tin variety, the um, East Coast one. Yep. So, yeah, they look you know, I've shot them. Cool. Yeah, that's right. I've shot them to 12 kilos, 12 points. Four, I think, in WA. Yep. And of the white chin, and I was of the impression, which I may be wrong or right, or I don't know, um, <laughs> that no one had ever shot, uh, even though they're the same species, but they look like two totally different fish. Yep. A blue chinned and a white chinned over 10 kilos. And I want to shoot a blue chinned one over 10 kilos. Yep. And then we're diving, diving, diving. And I was Bodie the first day, and um, that's not the first day, at that time, on the first day, yep. and Tim comes up and he goes, you wouldn't believe this. Drives the boat over. He goes, you're not going to believe this. There's like a massive purple cod down there, and there's a massive tusky right next to it, like a 12-kilo tusky. Yep. And I'm like, no way. And yeah, when I dove down, they were sitting right next to each other, and I had to, they had to pick which one I want, which of course was the purple cod. Yeah, yeah. 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 But... It's a shame because I didn't have my camera on. That same trip on another day, I shot a 14-kilo blue chin tusky anyway. Yeah, right. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, are those yeah. – uh, I know the purple cod's up in your shop or was. Is the tusky yep. up there as well? Yep, the blue chin 14-kilo one's up there as well. Yeah, yep. right. I think I was saying that. That was uh, behind the counter, yeah, the tusky? Uh, or was it on I the other side? Remember. Yeah, right. No, it'll be behind some of the freezers or something. Yeah, right. If anyone's ever in Exmouth, I can go in the fresh fish shack and you can say oh, most of these fish um, up there. Yeah, well, that perp, that's not the same purple cod in the shop because... Oh, it's your second that one. Perp, yeah, because that purple cod was 11.1 or something and then the same trip I shot a 12.5 kilo purple cod, so I yeah, actually right. got that one molded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah which is uh, a bit easier choice. Fuck yeah. Yeah, you like, you know, most people just buddy, yeah, give their buddy left arm for opportunities like that with Tim. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, and he's just unreal. But not just Tim, like the guys he dives with, you know, we've got Paul over there, Josh Ball, um, 
and I've dove with Dan Mann there before and Bryson Sheehy and there's a few of them. They've got a culture there that's just unbelievable. You know, like like Josh Ball, you dive with him. He, he's the most selfless diver. He gave me that um, 14 kilo tusky because he knew I wanted to shoot one. Called me in, oh, there's one big one here. And then I shot it and pulled it up and he's like, oh, that's bigger than even I've shot. And I'm like, oh, mate, Josie, you should have got that, you know, and, and stuff like that. And he, and he just, you know, he's he not all ego, but, mate, that guy shot better fish than most guys on the planet. Like, his list of fish is phenomenal, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so they've got, they got a real good culture. And I think it's um, shaped the way of some of the best diving teams in Australia. I'm just on the Starlink in the bush, so. Yeah. Summing up, sponsored by Starlink. The, the only yeah, company that's, right. that's not aligned with the deep state trying to take us down. <laughs> Thanks, Elon. <laughs> yeah. Nah, um, ha- has it fucking sort of got you going for wanting to get back into diving again or just kind of cool looking back at some of the awesome trips? Because, I mean, that, that probably the added thing for you is, like, watching Tim uh, talk through, you know, what you actually did. Because that would kind of be like reliving it again as well and remembering shit that you, you probably forgot. Yeah, it's it's probably more the looking back. Yep. I think, um, well, now I'm I'm fatter and unfitter even though I was always fat and unfit. But, <laughs> I, I, uh, you know, in my mind I, I find it hard to comprehend diving 40 metres yep. anymore. Um, so that's a, that's a barrier I'd need to overcome. But, yeah, I the think same. the main thing from yeah yeah <laughs> you'd have to overcome it for the first time. <laughs> um, I think the main thing is um, just the natural hunger's not there for whatever reason. I don't know why, but um, if if you know if yeah if it was something I wanted, I'd just be doing it. But yeah, I just yeah I don't know. Maybe I've been spoiled and shot most of the fish I've wanted to just, or maybe I think. I, th- I think about it a little bit. Maybe I'm just older and when you're younger, you've got something to prove and now I'm sort of like, a, you know, that's bloody good times, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. There's heaps of stuff. Like, I hope I catch, you know, four or five King George Whiting tomorrow. That's my focus at the moment. But. Yeah, fuck off. I mean, that, that's not yeah. a bad fucking thing to have either. The- yeah, well, that's right. You know, I don't need to be the best at one thing. I can just do a little bit of everything and I've been fortunate enough that I've, got to be with the best at most things so fishing wise yep yeah and mm. uh probably comedy as well i guess you probably know some people that are good at it i don't know yeah i don't know either <laughs> Do I? Nah, nah, definitely yeah no nah. <laughs> nah, um the the other one on the diving side was uh alex edwards again coming runner-up in the what is it world championships yeah so that one's proper incredible so to go to, like, to, it was in Spain, I think. To go to Europe and compete against the Europeans yep. is, it's like going to fucking Jamaica and running 100 metres against the Jamaicans. You know, it's just, it's the hardest of the hard. The, the waters are flogged. There's not much fish. And the ones that exist there as champions are the best of the best. You know, they just, they're used to hunting. They're not like not like you and me where we've had fish-rich waters and you go there 
and the fish are dumb. It's the total opposite. So, you know, it breeds a class of diver like no other. And yep. I think um, Alex definitely led the first day. Yeah, I think she led even... to the last, didn't she? I think she... Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Fucking... But you and... Hey? Yeah, sorry. Now you go. Uh, you and I both dove with Alex before. Yep. And, um, yeah, I tell you what, she's very good. Very good. She's... When when we dove with her, which I don't know how long ago was that. When she... Yeah, well, she would have been eighteen. Yeah, because she she was yeah, working working in your shop, uh, yeah, filleting and all the rest. Yeah, well, it it would have been before COVID, so you're looking five years ago. Yeah, so, and I dove with her before that in uh, New Zealand. Yeah, but she's a far better diver than you and I have ever been then. And I think she would have only got better because she's very determined, you know, like she knows what she wants. And she, she's been like kinder diving in New Zealand, which, you know, I couldn't think of anything worse just picking up sea urchins. But, yeah. you know, hers is for a goal. So, you know, it's the only way, well, it's not the only way, it's one of the best ways to become a very powerful diver because you are literally diving every day for work. Yeah. You know, freight diving. And she's already just a, a maddest hunter. So, yeah, I I think, um, I honestly think she come second in the world, which is just massive. Yep. And I don't think it'll be her best finish ever. I think it's just the start of, of a dynasty to come. I think if she keeps going at it, she could be the best female diver or best diver yep. the world's ever seen. You know, she's still only young. She'd only be early 20s. Yep. You know, yeah, and you know, without being sexist, you meet a lot of women that, or I used to, that want to spearfish and that, but they want to. A lot of them that I personally met wanted to do it in a man's world where Alex just wants to kill things. She's just a, like just an animal, like bloody, like a true New Zealander. You know, just wants to. <laughs> shoot fish and kill them, not for anyone else to see her do it or anything. She just loves doing it. Yeah, right? just like filling up the chili bin. <laughs> the chili bin, yeah, the chili that's bin. right. Yeah. Well, I think uh, the trip trip we did, yeah, the shallowest that you guys dived uh, was the one I had the sandbar in. <laughs> and, yeah. And I think she shot multiple um, Australian records just just on that trip. So Yeah, I think she shot, I think she shot, shot three Australian records as a bloody New, as a fucking New Zealander. Yep. On that trip, yeah. Yeah, which is insane. Like I think like eighteen, sort of like what you're saying. Just does one trip, yeah. does that, and then, you know, you could sort of say that if like by now she'd she'd be, you know, where she sorta of is, but it's it's pretty fucking cool to see uh someone doing shit like that. And then, like, oh, between yeah. Tim and her in the last week, it's kind of cool just to live vicariously for other people. Yeah, well, that's right. Well, I'm lucky I get a, I get a few other guys messaging me too. i got um, Tom Matheson, who I've mentioned on here before. It's probably the most underrated diver I know when I'm asking questions. He's been messaging me some stuff, which is just, like, phenomenal. I, I don't know if I'm at liberty to say, so I won't, but yeah. we need a whole bite for that, and we have to get him on here because, it's you know, I'm really lucky in that regard. I get different guys texting me stuff 
around the spearfishing world and it's just that living vicariously is so cool, you know. Like I love that stuff. Yeah, fuck off. Well, uh, talking about underrated, like uh, you, you just done the whole uh, sand crabbing and blue manners and shit like that. When it comes to underrated catches, like uh, whether it's fishing or spear fishing, uh, fucking crabbing, whatever, what what sort of stands out for you that doesn't get the respect it probably should. That- oh, I don't know. That's a hard one, but I, I, I got a half a cliche answer. Yep. Because when we were doing it and my son scooping crabs with the net, mm. with the scoop net and all that sort of stuff, and he's like, this is just the best because we haven't been out for like three months. And he's like, this is better than bloody game goes one day. And I'm like, oh, oh, I wouldn't go that far. We're just crabbing. Yeah. But I think... The moment is obviously a lot, and that's the, that's the hard thing where um, we all have to be careful too that we don't get caught up in that, you know, you have to shoot a 10 kilo purple cod for it to be something or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you it's know, a trip. Yeah, you know, like you said, that trip with Alex, yeah, she did shoot three Australian records <laughs> that one trip. But, yeah. But, you know, as soon as you say it, the whole thing comes back in your mind and that. So, you know, there's plenty of cool things as long as you let them be cool i think the like anything in life the naysayings are hard you know i don't like to do it like crabbing or yabbying or some crap or some crap then you do it yeah now it's a couple of beers or with some kids or not or, you know. yeah i remember buddy going camping camping under a railway bridge when i was 16 on mopeds with a couple of me mates and we were just marining buddy you know it was some of the best time of my life yeah um, yeah true yeah but I don't know if the certain thing. What do you think? You got something like that? Um, may, maybe like uh, just sort of as far as spear fishing, like for fish that I've shot. Like I haven't shot really anything good. Um, but like the the robo, uh, like yeah. shooting a robo probably like doesn't impress as many people as like I I, I held up a red in the same photo and probably got more more people uh, going, oh, fucking good job with the red. Uh, but whereas I, I was like, fucking, I never thought I'd shoot like a decent Robbo before. And it's probably, yeah, probably a, a, like beyond my abilities mostly. But you're right there. That makes sense. You know, like, you know, a red needs to be at least three times the size of the Robbo to even count. You know, like if you got a three kilo Robbo in your hands, that red needs to be nine kilos to be the same level, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, I know, man, you had a shooting milkfish oh, once yeah. upon a time. I haven't, I haven't heard the end of it. Yeah. But in a funny way, what do we shoot? Three or four over 10 or, or about 10 or whatever. Yep. And um, it was we were going out just trying to shooting other stuff we had this big day planned and we just seen packs of them on the surface and chased them around shooting and it was one of the most fun days i've ever had you know yeah yeah fuck off that that was wicked yeah. and the the packs were cool as like you see big packs yeah. uh fairly often but I, I don't know i've seen too many like as big as that day and as many packs as there was um yeah yeah that was fucking wicked and even the best after that, I remember talking to Eddie Lawler from Peak Sports Fishing going, oh, we've got some big milkies here. You can use this pitch bait. She's like, oh, shit, yeah. Thinking yeah. they're like two or three kilos. 
a big blue marlin rocks up. He's like, what the fuck am I going to do? <laughs> They're like full-size mackerel. Yeah, yeah. Fucking horses. Yeah, right. Yeah. So um, h- how long are you staying in uh, SA for? I don't know. We don't even have a time okay. limit, luckily enough. Lucky to live that life. But, um, yeah, I think I'll definitely be another week in Air Peninsula, but it depends how entertaining and how good the weather is. Yep. Yeah, you know, I'll probably drown myself on bloody oysters in Coffin Bay and or pretty much every other bay I've just been having bloody Kilpatrick oysters and that at every pub I go to. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, not too sure. Sort of see how it goes. I can't wait to go to Port Lincoln because you know, as everyone in Australia should know, town or city or whatever's been built on um, commercial fishing, tuna, prawns and all that. So that'll you know, that'll just tick my box completely. Yeah, fuck oath. No no interest in uh doing the great white dives? I don't know if they're running this time of year or not, but Nah, not really. Well I got the I got the missus and two kids with me. Yep. Yep. I don't know if it'll suit them. She won't really want to do that. One <laughs> of my kids definitely want to do it. Yep. But um young bloke would, but yeah, and I've already so I've free dove with two great whites before without the cage unintentionally, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I've I've done the cage one as well over in South Africa. So oh, right. Probably, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, so probably won't be on the list. I'd love to see see them just while I'm out whiting, fishing or something. Yeah, fuck I've. While you're in the boat, obviously. Be the yeah, game. fuck you. <laughs> and then um, you, you're going to come to Geelong to see me at the Geelong Comedy Festival. I am going to come see at the John Comedy Festival, so that should be really good. Yeah, hope so. Uh, if anyone, yeah, well, I've seen you in packed Melbourne Hall before. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, yeah, this one won't be as packed, but um, if anyone's uh, from Geelong, actually, do you do you know anything about the fishing around Geelong? Nah, don't know anything. Nah. No. Oh well, fucking. We'll, we'll figure it out. Have to work that out as well. Sure be but, something. Yeah, when so when is your show? It's the twenty eighth of October, isn't it? Sounds about right. Hang on, I will tell you. It is the yeah, twenty eighth of October as part of the Geelong Comedy Festival. Uh I think it's the show's called uh Everyone Calm Down or something like that. <laughs> I should know the the name of my own show. But uh <laughs> yeah. And I don't even know what venue it's at. But check the Geelong Comedy Festival website and fucking that shit will come up and I'll have a show by then. So <laughs> that'll yeah. be cool. Yeah. Yeah, and especially if you got a beautiful boat and um, heaps of good fishing spots, I'll be there too. Yeah. Um, so if you definitely want to meet up on that, you could be all over the podcast, especially if I can't catch any whiting here. <laughs> Fuck off. All right, cool. Um, do, do you have anything else to add? Anything... Nah, mate, nah, I'm just starting to get eaten by mozzies out here, so. Yeah, right. I might leave you to it then. Ah, uh, too easy. All right, cheers, big horse. Thanks for chumming up. Uh, See you, mate. Yeah. Oh, my God. What the fuck is happening right now? Dolphin in Kilowale's mouth. Holy shit. Oh, this is the best day of my life. God. <laughs> what? I'd like going down the farm and chasing bluegill in the comic box.